Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world, another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Welcome back to the Xenoverse, episode two. We are talking about aliens. Last time in Aliens, we just kind of intro what they were some inspirations uh talked about a few different areas that the franchise branched into and this time we're going to talk about comics we're going to start out with the comics earth outbreak uh this was the first dark horse big comic came out and really opened up the expanded universe to aliens so we had alien in 1979 And then we had Aliens in 1986, and Earth Outbreak comes out in July 1988. Two years after Aliens. And and two years after Dark Horse uh, began. So this is like their first. Wow. uh, So they're still very new when they're going into this. Okay. Okay. So my question is, so so we have the the original creators of, of the movie Alien. Right, which is kind of the the genesis of the Xenoverse, and and right. so the the writers on that are uh, Ronald Shusett and, and Dan o- O'Brien, or was it O'Brien? Dan O'Brien, yeah, Dan O'Brien. Right, so these are the guys who create this story, and uh, then Ridley Scott is of course the director on the project. Mm-hmm. So as it kind of starts to grow out and become its own thing, we get aliens, then we get these comic books, and like you said, there's even novels. Right, how much? Uh, credit or or attribution or even involvement to the growth of this do they have right they created it are they still involved with it or is it just somebody else said this is amazing i'm gonna build so uh the the comics here they're kind of going off on their own um dark horse was able to get the rights to this universe and they're running with it and and, you know last time i'd mentioned they kind of go wild and whatnot but this right now is just them breaking into it and it really invigorated all of this as far as their credit they definitely are like oh yeah no like they 100 respect what they've done especially jane cameron's aliens you know that was a huge one um and he's the writer of aliens right yeah um, so we we talked about the the matrix series and then we all watched the fourth movie and we did our little movie review and we even talk about the scene where like essentially they they took a lot of the creation of the movie and just put it into the movie and be like look what they made us do right <laughs> it was kind of kind of part of the script there but i mean so there's a moment where neo is sitting down with the new mr smith and they're having a discussion about the next game the fourth matrix game which is you know about the fourth matrix movie as well and he makes the statement that he says warner brothers 
owns the rights to this and they are going to do this with or without us. And so I'm wondering if I don't know who the producers were behind the film, but that studio owned the rights to the Xenoverse at the time. And that's why we don't see the names uh, of Ronald Schuster and, you know, Dan O'Brien mentioned a lot once we get the comic spit off because Dark Horse isn't getting the rights from them. It's getting the rights from the studio. Right, right. And I believe that is the kind of situation we do yeah, have here. That's what and, it sounds like. Yeah. And when Aliens 3 comes out, they kill three of the main characters in this comic book release. Whoa. And, and so they have to do retcon and they go and change two of the characters' names. Interesting. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go through that as we uh, approach this. But for now, we're we're going to have spoilers coming ahead. Joe, did, did we answer your question? Yes. Yes. I got okay. my question answered. Okay. We're not going to have Aliens 3 until 1992. These are going to be comics that then will get turned into novels later on. And the novels will have the retcon changing. So the two main characters is Newt and Corporal Hicks. You should remember them from Aliens. Newt yeah. is the little girl. Like She's Newt. all grown up now. Mm. Yeah, I remember the little girl. How all grown up? Like 18? 18? Sweet. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> we'll pretend I didn't have a second guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, uh, uh, these two are both uh, extremely traumatized from the right. events. I can't imagine why. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like, how do you talk Ripley into going back? But she does. <laughs> <laughs> but like, new, yeah. like somebody tried to like lock her in a room with a face hugger, you know, like imprison her and then get her killed that way. Like mm-hmm. she had some issues happen. Also, her entire family and friends were murdered in front of her, and she survived. So, like, I don't know what happened to Corporal Hicks. I don't think it was on the same level as the six-year-old <laughs> and what she had to go through. Well, hers is powerful enough. She actually has a psychic connection to xenomorphs and can psychically. So, is this in the comics? Yes. Okay. Yes, and and because she she's having this, uh, she's in a psych ward. So this so is X Men, right? You, <laughs> you submit people to enough trauma, they develop superpowers. Right, right, yeah. yeah, Deadpool. That's all you got to do. It's like either you die or we win. So either way, we win. Uh, so wait, back up. So she has a psychic connection. Can she talk to them, control them, or just feel them? Yeah, it's, it's more like a feel, and like a the feels pulse. manifest in horrible nightmares. Oh, that's not the best. They're just like we fly to this planet. Any nightmares? New? She's like, no, I'm good. Fly to this planet. Any nightmares? It was, it was terrible. Good, we're gonna yeah. land here. So, <laughs> so like, that's exactly not what I want. Yeah, <laughs> actually, she's on Earth. What happens is a uh, Corporal Hicks receives a mission to uh, find the homeworld of the Xenos and get an army of top-notch Marines and go try to take out uh, the Queen on the homeworld. He also finds out that Newt is in a psych ward uh, against her will and is scheduled to have some brain surgery against her will. And he, Wait, uh, <laughs> well, this far in the future, they're doing lobotomies? What is this? <laughs> well, they're trying to get rid of these uh, nightmares that mm. she's having. And so obviously you just cut that section of the brain off with a serrated <laughs> it's blade. It's easiest solve we've ever come up with. Just cut out the bad parts. 
They so, don't do anything else, right? It's just bad. <laughs> you might not be able to control half of your body. It's the same way you eat an apple, right? You cut out the bad parts. <sighs> At yeah. the same time, by the way, I'm giving all kinds of spoilers. If you want to go read this trilogy or the novels, go do that before listening to our episodes. To, to what we've already talked about. Oh, cool. Thanks. Well, he, he, Eli gave a spoiler warning early on. So. Yeah, I didn't say about what. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> well, it's about Earth Outbreak. That's that's what. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hicks is going to break her out with plastic explosives and everything. And they're going to head off to find the Xeno homeworld. Now, at the same time this is happening, part of the reason Newt is receiving all these nightmares is the corporation Bionational has a queen on Earth in a facility. And so they have captured one. They I know captured one. And it that was on that, that's Earth. the goal in the movie Aliens, right? Capture one? Yeah, yeah. And, and so and, even though they fail there, clearly, at some point between then and now, they have succeeded. Correct. Correct. That with, with a queen, not just a drone. And real quick, I just want to do a PSA, a public service announcement. Anytime Eli says Earth Outbreak, he does mean Aliens Outbreak. That's the name of the comics. If oh. you're looking for them. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually searching them on Amazon because I might get them. I was like, these don't exist. <laughs> Aaron, you My are bad. no nothing. Until this series is done, you are I want to buy them off he's, Amazon. He's I, can, guy. <laughs> I can read these. This you is cannot die next episode until, until we're done. I get to talk about these next episode. I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Alien Outbreak. All right. There's a, uh, a religion that had formed called Earth Savers, and they believe that humans should not explore space, and if they do, they will wake up a dragon that will destroy all of humanity. Oh, man, this uh, this is almost taken right out of World War II, right? So there is this famous moment where Japan is contemplating expansion, and as they're discussing expanding into a lot of the islands within the Pacific, they know that they'll have to fight the U.S. to get these territories. Right. And one guy makes the statement. He says, if you do that, you will awaken a sleeping dragon. Ah, yeah. And so I was like, that feels like it is just taken verbatim from that discussion. Ah, no. I, they, <laughs> if, you ex- if you expand and explore space, you will awaken a sleeping dragon. <laughs> yeah. Now there is a splinter cell that... Uh, grows out of this religion it's kind of the counter religion of fanatics called the church of the immaculate incubation um and these guys will get tattoos of the xenomorph drone on their bodies and they believe that to be infected by a xeno and to have a chest burster come out of you is to be reborn okay say say the name again Church of the Immaculate Incubation. Okay, so incubation being the incubation of the alien child. Right, right, exactly. So they have these tattoos of the xenomorphs, and their Mm -hmm. goal is to be impregnated by one. Right, and so they find out that... How do you convince somebody, like... That's that's that. How do you like? How do you recruit? You know, be like, and then it will tear out of you. you because people like, like people who have like no, nothing to live for or like have no guiding light, 
what, what, they'll, they'll sign up for anything if you've got cookies. <laughs> if you've no. got cookies. Be hey. like, but at the meetings, there's cookie and beer, right? Be like, cookie and beers <laughs> at the meetings. Be like, I will be there. <laughs> Nobody cares more about me than these aliens. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the easiest way to convert somebody. You get a face hugger. And you will convert them. <laughs> be like, be like, you can believe or not believe at this point, but the inevitable has already occurred. You will be baptized, born, but... reborn, and you will serve the queen. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a break here, and uh, then we'll come back and uh, continue to dive into this. All right. Does that even count as being reborn, though? Uh, in their scripture, it does. Yeah, but not I, I, if someone is a non-believer. I don't think they believe the scripture, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Well, so, so there's a there's an old argument that we we have since proven wrong. But at one point during human history, we believed that whatever traits were achieved by the parents would be passed on to the children. So, like, if you went and became a bodybuilder and then had kids, your kids would be stronger because you were a bodybuilder. Right. And uh, so on and so forth. And so, you know, you could even see how that kind of the skewed thinking in human history that created that idea is then here. Be like, it is born of you. So it has some of you in it. And therefore, you know, in the same way that you live on through your children, you live on through this alien creature, which is far more likely than to survive than your children, given it's on our planet. Yeah. Yeah. I still would. uh, Yeah, that's. And and like I said, they came from another religion that that believed that there was this dragon. The dragon has been found in the form of a xenomorph. And then they get this wild hair of like, maybe we do awaken the dragon. Maybe the dragon is actually our messiah, you know. Yeah, maybe, but you know, you know, the cool thing about maybe is it's not for sure. And so maybe it's not. Maybe it's just going to eat you and kill you, and that's the end. Like, you don't get a redo. Sometimes that's just how religion works, though. Maybe you don't want to, like, throw all your cards, like, go all in and poker if you've got a two Anyways, and a seven. Like. It's another cult, right? Like, that's, that's who these guys are. Anyways, they're going to break into the facility. They're going to free the queen. Uh, yep, a bunch of them are gonna get infected, right? They they dive for intentionally, the face huggers. right? Yeah, yeah, and then um, the face our... huggers like I'm gonna tackle him, and it like tackles the face hugger. It's like, what is going on? These just the face huggers going for someone else. <laughs> someone grabs it, like, no, come here, I want it. <laughs> How many people do you think after the face hugger touched them was like, oh wait, no, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> 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 there must have been a, a percentage, although a lot of them uh, die in the assault, right? In the raid to get to free the queen, a lot of them die. And then, of course, the queen kills some because she's like been captured and she's mad. And her job is to clear the area and then start laying eggs, you know, yeah, get rid I, I of don't the think, danger first. I don't think she really thinks that the animals there that imprisoned her, there might be some that want to work with her that's not on her <laughs> radar not even not not initially however the the, the behavior of uh, the uh, xenomorphs get more complicated in these uh, comic books i know i'm gonna buy one now sounds good so Imagine anyways how confusing that is for a queen though she's like why are the embryo sacs fighting back this is so weird <laughs> <laughs> well anyways 
they take the infected and they send them around the globe to spread the good word and letting others be reborn. Oh, wow. Wow. Jesus. Man, so this is a comic and a novel. Uh, so it's a comic first, and later they will novelize this trio of comics. Because, I mean, and, yeah, this is dark. It. Like, just these people carrying these little alien childs all over the world. Just, wow. Right, right. So this is the Earth Outbreak, and... Uh, it's, it's the what? <laughs> out, aliens Outbreak. But, oh, oh, you cool, know, cool, cool. this yeah, is yeah. the outbreak of Xenos happening on Earth, you know. Yeah. Of aliens. Of aliens. <laughs> Outbreaking on Earth. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, hear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Hicks and Newt jump on their, their ship to go to the mission to go and try to take out the homeworld. Um, they are also accompanied by Butler. Butler is Newt's lover. Now, during this escape, he is injured, and both Newt and Butler discover that he is an android. An android, right? Showing what kind of level of technology that they're at uh, with their androids that they're extremely advanced and have emotions yeah. and i was gonna say just the fact that he's named butler i immediately assumed he was an android <laughs> so, <laughs> like, he's named butler right. that's an android <laughs> right right there, there's there's that wink in there uh, apparently that's that last name and you could be called by your last name but i guess that's true that's true it is it is a red flag it's at least a yellow flag <laughs> at least a yellow flag yeah so i actually did get slightly ahead of myself that happens at the beginning of nightmare asylum aliens nightmare asylum which is the second part of this comic series but before that happens is released aliens theory of alien propagation and this is like a bunch of uh, short stories where they're showing different stages of life with the xenomorphs them infecting other aliens as well as uh showing that there are uh, lizard predators that hunt aliens and eat them and so this kind of hypes people up being like, are we going to see a xenomorph home? You know, and this is kind of like snippet snippets into there as well mm. as filling out details that aren't really described, you know, and, and giving you in-depth look at what's going on in this uh, stages of life and their growth and things of that nature. And then comes Nightmare Asylum. So as they're on their way, it turns out that a xenomorph is on board the ship. Of course, they, they are. always are. Right, yeah, yeah. Happens again. And uh, there's a fire, and the ship gets redirected to a military base where they meet General Spears. General Spears is insane, and uh, he has a xeno queen and a small hive in a contained area and is trying to control the Xeno Queen to control the Xenomorphs so that he can take these aliens to Earth and fight the aliens on Earth with his command over a Xeno army. That's that a bad idea. <laughs> say right now, this is a bad yes. idea. Yes, it is a very bad idea. You know? I mean, he's kind of got his own religious sect going on here. Aaron, did you have a question there? No, that's just... 
very bad. You just <laughs> said it so calmly. It took a second to register. You're just like, yeah. And then he's planning to commit mass genocide, you know, regular Saturday. And you're like, no, that's not how you say that. Eventually in this story, there is a uh, outbreak on the base they're on. And so them and Spears jump on a ship that he charts back to earth. And he does have a queen and a small hive with him that uh, are in quotes trained, but it's more so they're just being patient. So they're allowing him to tell them what to do and acting like they're not going to just turn on him. But once he lands on earth, he, you know, lands in the middle of an infected area and tries to command them to attack the aliens and they immediately turn on him. And, and that's the end of General Spears. And, and that's kind of just the short and quick of that story. Nightmare Asylum. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I have a few questions, right? And, and maybe the, the story is an exploration of this. Is We know they're fairly intelligent, but I mean, how intelligent are they? I'm assuming this is a question explored and maybe answered or not answered throughout the the Xenoverse? Yes, yes. It, it is a big question everyone is having. So you remember I brought up that psychic connection. Um, so it was believed that the hive is controlled via psychic connection under the queen. Now, we mentioned there was a queen on Earth that they free, and then Spears has a queen. So do queens fight like... You know, would they fight against each other, two queens fighting, or would they work together? They end up taking their own, you'd call them two separate hives, but they're, they're like barons, basically. Oh, this yeah. is right area. That's yeah. your area. Have fun. Good luck. Right, right. And then the third. And- what happens when the human population becomes limited and the embryos are few? Do they fight then? Probably, but that hasn't happened. <laughs> um so hopefully that hasn't when, happened. When when the aliens pretty much take over Earth, the humans that are left behind, right? There's kind of a big exodus of people jumping off Earth during this invasion. Yeah, I imagine. Oh. Um, and and there's a few that are left behind and they there's a war going on. But the people who are in the war-torn areas, they they stay out in the open because you can't see xenomorphs coming when you're inside areas. You know, they're just too sneaky. Right. They're just surviving in a nightmare asylum, if you will. And 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 so, you know, there's this whole war going on. But uh, as far as like um, unifying the different hives, what they need is called a queen mother, which is a step above a queen okay um so this isn't so that that converts these two separate colonies into a single colony no yes yeah oh it does dang okay Uh uh-huh after this we're gonna have a a period where they've killed a queen and the eggs that are still remaining uh queens they'll sense what's in that egg and sometimes there are uh eggs that are mutated enough that they're creating a different kind of an alien and we're going to get a alien civil war that is referred to as black aliens and red aliens okay so we we are just about out of time but i do want to pose one last question here do we ever get the connecting threads of the aliens to prometheus because 
Uh, in Prometheus, we see that mankind is born out of what are they called? The engineers? Yeah, or space jockeys. Uh, right. And engineers is what they, they did in the movies there. Yeah, I like that term better. Space Jockey sounds like a silly name to me. Okay, well, that one's more uh, prevalent. Prevalent. But okay, so the engineers, right? So according to to the mythology there, mankind was born out of the engineers. Now, when they go to, they they find this ancient engineer uh, ship, in it, there are face huggers and like a primitive form of them. So I guess do we ever do we ever see? Are you, are you or, talking about the uh, the snaky eel thing with the yeah? Open they're like mouth? they're in these eggs. They come out and they they launch at them like the face huggers. Uh, and so it seems okay. like they're connected to the eel, the the xenomorphs as well. Do we ever mm-hmm. get those pieces plugged in with Prometheus and Covenant? There was upset because it did go against a lot of uh, oh. this pre-laid. So it, it didn't follow More. canon. Right, right, right. Oh, interesting. And okay. That... So we have that one great moment in Prometheus. Otherwise, just disregard the movie as part of this, <laughs> the Xeno, the Xenoverse. So, right, right. So we're, we've got a branch here that, that we're going through that will get us through these comic world. You'll find correlations here and there. You know, they did pull things from it, but didn't stick to it like uh putting it in uh, in quotes their bible you know what i mean right but okay uh, all right will there be more so uh with the new format of the floor we're dealing in packages i knew we were going to be doing any new world we're talking about we're going to do two and then make a fan request but are we going to be diving a little bit deeper here before we move on to the next sci-fi world yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to finish this trilogy, um, okay. the Earth War, where the book is called Hive World, and uh, we'll get into more of the Queen Mother, that whole evolution process, Royal Jelly, the Red Xenomorphs, and uh, Xeno Zip, and then eventually okay. we can move on to some of the other comics and whatnot that uh, would be fun to explore. I know Aaron had a few there that he was like, "That sounds really fun to get into." Yeah, yeah. Well, we might need to move me to the know nothing because i mean i'd seen the movies but if aaron's gonna be diving into the comics i'm in that's, the dark that's i mean if we're doing a big dive into a lot of the alien universe we'll probably swap at some point yeah yeah, yeah. all right well uh thanks for listening for the moment we are streaming the first and third wednesdays with the average gamer guy if you want to check out some of our streams we've done some dota we've done some what is it phasmophobia and we Oof. have Done Deep Rock some, Galactica. Deep Rock Galactica. So, uh, or Galactic. Yeah. So we are working on doing our own stream eventually, but for now, that's where you can check us out and win. And that is uh, eight o'clock on Wednesdays. So it's the first and third. Now, yes. standard time. Yes. <laughs> so. You said that like a question. Kind of <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, thanks for listening. We hope you've been floored. Now go floor your friends. So we are going to head to the treasure room and record the uh, edition for our patrons. But this is the question we are going to be talking about in there. So within the movies, we see a variety of weapons used to fight the aliens. We see flamethrowers. We see ballistics. I think at one guy, at one point, some guy has a bayonet on his rifle that he tries to use against them. So the question is, in, in all the, the, the weapons and, and tools we see we have in history, what would be your choice of weapon against the alien? And then maybe even let's talk about the sci-fi. In, in all the sci-fi worlds, what weapon would you choose against the xenomorphs? And uh, we'll talk about that in the treasure. If you enjoyed this episode and want more on the topic, 
We record a special treasure room for our patrons after every episode. In the regular episode, we go deep. In the treasure room, we go wide. To enjoy the bonus content, sign up at the fluorite level or higher. There is a treasure room for every episode from August 2021 and on. That's double the content. Two episodes a week instead of one. Go to www.patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. That's floor spelled F-L-O-R-E. Select the fluorite tier or higher. Immediately after each episode is released, the treasure room will post the bonus audio on Patreon. They are identified by the tag treasure room after and the title of the episode. You can also do a search for the keywords treasure room and find all the content you've been missing. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah. And if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe you even want to share the content with your friends, uh, like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes and we actually started a discord. So come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week, we add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. And, uh, we hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, think about your favorite part of the episode. Now, think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.